Hey everybody, welcome to the KF Podcast Wrestling Week in Review. It's kind of hard to say. Uh, thank you for listening here. If you just stumbled across us here on whatever you're listening to, check us out, kfpodcast.com. And the KF Podcast on all your social medias, needs, wants, and desires. And uh, check out our Pop Culture Week in Review. Whatever you get your podcast from, we're out there, we're around. Um, this is the wrestling show for Valentine's Day. Um, no Ken, no Brock, it's just Don, but we have special guest Rob. Good evening. Rob brings a whole nother wealth of wrestling knowledge <laughs> in, into the into the environment here. Because me and Ken don't agree on anything. <laughs> I don't know if you listen to our wrestling show, but we fight all the fucking okay. time on all this right. show. Me and Brock kind of agree on a lot of stuff. So what we do usually is we'll knock out a little bit of news in the beginning, and then we usually go Friday to Wednesday. Okay. Cover everything that happened in between. So we'll get some of the news out of the way. Um, I threw this one in here, which I thought was one of the breaking news this week, mm-hmm. is that The Rock's daughter, Simone Johnson, signed with the Performance Center. Right. 18 years old. Um... Looks like she keeps herself in pretty good conditioning. Right. She she power lifts, does a lot of other stuff. Um, a lot of people are torn on this one. You know, there's the people that right away that attacked her. Like, of course she's going to get a push because she's the Rock's daughter. This is the only reason she got signed. Well, of course that's why she got signed. Right. It's It's been a known thing that generational wrestlers get, signed. get opportunities. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, this is just an opportunity. Yeah, she's not on Raw. No. She's, she's, she should be in the Performance Center for years. She's not Rey Mysterio's kid who's yeah. immediately on TV. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ray comes back, his kid's on TV. Well, this and is, Dominic's been wrestling. It, it's but, it's yeah. absolutely right. But, you know... um. And The Rock trained with her, from what I understand. Uh, She's a fourth-generation superstar. Exactly. And her father is quite possibly the biggest celebrity in entertainment. Right. So why would you not want to sign her right now exactly. if you're the WWE exactly. and get her down there and let her work? And she, may, I mean, one, she looks like she keeps herself in great shape. Mm-hmm. She trains with her dad. So you know she has to be. She's from the Anoa family, so there are there are that those gifts that are already there. Right. You don't have to. She's not going to be on NXT next week. No, and, and it's also going to put a, a a little bit of a push behind the female performance center. Right. Uh, athletes or superstars yeah. because. This is someone who you're going to have to work even that much better because she's maybe has a little bit of a leg up on you. Yeah. You know, so the people that they're bringing in from non-wrestling backgrounds, you know, the fitness models, uh, yeah. that Casey Catanzaro, you know, she's yeah. you know, Ninja Warrior. These people don't have that name recognition, right. recognition, and she does. Yeah. So, well, I say good luck to her. You know, yeah. I mean, if she has any bit of her dad's ability or talent or whatever, who knows? You know, I mean, you know, people. I know you're not a Charlotte Fair Fire fan, you know, but like, you know, people were annoyed by her. But I mean, she's her brothers couldn't do right, what she did. Right. She took it and, and went with it. And I think CM Punk even was quoted as saying that Charlotte Flair is the only one that Simone is going to be able to relate to. Yeah, and that's I don't like Charlotte Flair. Yeah, that's pretty. Well yeah. known in the, in this circle. In this circle, um, I love Charlotte Flair, but <laughs> she is the re- one of the reasons why the women's division is what it is, and yeah. the women and women's wrestling is what it is. And yeah. if this is even a piece of that, you have to give her. Yeah. You have to give her a shot. I mean, you're going to give her a shot. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, like I said, somebody else will if the WWE yeah. does. Oh, somebody else will for sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll snatch her out and be like, hey, we got hey, the rock daughter exactly. over here. You know, like 
Piper's daughter. Yeah. And yeah. she got her 10 minutes of AEW fame. Yeah. So that was cool. So what else you got news here? You threw a couple of these in here. Yeah, so uh, Teddy Hart, uh, if you're not familiar, Teddy Hart is, uh, uh, you know, he, he, he was, I guess, most prominently known for his short stint as a WWE contracted uh, performer. Yeah. Um, he was in some trouble back in the day. Uh, he's been a pretty big deal on the indie scene and in MLW. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was arrested in Virginia. Jeez, uh, for what? Um, it looks like it is uh, possession and... Uh, uh, intent to distribute uh, a class three uh, narcotic, which, okay. uh, from what I understand in Virginia, could be steroids. Uh-huh. So it's not, you know, cocaine or anything like that. Okay. But uh, he has a track record for being a loose cannon. Okay. Um, he's a hell of a performer. Like, mm-hmm. I saw him live on a few shows. He does some stuff in the ring that not a lot of people can do. Yeah, It's just that the baggage... He, he's, I'm surprised he gets the work that he does. Wow. Um, but he's uh, most recently known for he's dating Maria Manic, who's the new ROH uh, thing. Yeah. You know, so that's the one I saw Bully Ray beat up last week. Right. Put her through a table. Right. Yeah. And that's uh, not really something I had on here, but uh, ROH announced that they are doing away with the Women of Honor title, mm. and they are having a Women's World Championship title. And it will be a quest for gold tournament. Uh, I think it might be leading up to the Crockett Cup. Okay. Which what was their old women's belt called? The Women of Honor title. Women of Honor. Now it's just going to be a women's title. Women's world title. So the Women of Honor title obviously has been vacant since their Kelly Klein stuff happened. So, okay. um, you know, good. You know, so you know, ROH segue there. Um, you know, leading into Marty. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marty and Nick Aldis is going to happen. Um, at the Crockett Cup, uh, the stipulation being that Aldis has said that w- he doesn't have anything to gain from wrestling Marty again. So uh, it's Marty going with his new big shiny ROH contract. Yeah, Marty is going to have to pay, and I don't know whether they didn't really make it clear enough whether it was they're going to pay Aldis or mm. or what. But five hundred thousand dollars if he loses. So okay. the admission for is uh, Marty on NWA. Like power. Power, yes. He's yeah, on the This was this was uh, announced in, in a sit down interview between the two on power. Okay. Um, power and ROH are going to really be working together to get to this Crockett Cup. So this whole, I guess you would call it season three. They're doing power does seasons like yeah. uh, you Lucha Underground did. So yeah. At the end of the season is a pay per view. Okay. They just had a pay per view. Do you watch it weekly? I do not watch it weekly. Yeah. Um, I try. Once in a while, I, I read the reviews, and then if there's a match like uh, this is season three, I think there are three episodes in the season three. And Matt yeah. Cross, I'm a huge Matt Cross. Yeah, I like guy. Matt Cross. He is on it, and so I watched Son a of Havoc. Of, Son of Havoc. Yeah. You know, yeah, he he's on it, and his matches are always great. Yeah, he's good. Um, so I've I've watched a few. Um, you know that they're, I like what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I understand it. Um, why they're trying to do something different? Yeah, it, it's interesting. They're going to do. Next week, uh, they're going to do a ROH does it every now and then. It's called the Future of Honor. It's it's it's, it's unsigned people mm-hmm. are going to wrestle, 
and they're going to vie for an NWA contract. Okay. Um, that that will, reminds me of like what Impact used to do that. Yep. And, and, and yeah. really, it's it's what they used to call that. I forget what Impact. When they have like it. a guy on. I always think tough enough, but that was more of a no, reality yeah, series. Yeah, I forget what WWE. it was, but they would like wrestle. They'd be yep. like, he, and, he gets a contract, and everybody does it. You know, like I said, ROH does the future of Honor, so yeah, uh, you know, they're they're doing the same thing, but it's going to skip the programming. They're not going to have a power episode next week. They're okay. going to have. I think it's next week. It might be a little further down. But between now and the Crockett Cup, they're going to do that a few times. So, which okay. basically means to me, they're stretching out the film season three to last until the Crockett Cup mm-hmm. um, by filling in these these couple other things. Yeah. So, um, and the last one is uh, one of the, the the longest reigning women's champion in Impact history, Taya Valkyrie. John lost, Morrison's wife lost the championship. Oh, really? On, you know, it was a televised, so it wasn't a pay per view. Who she lose it to? Jordan Grace. Okay. So she tweeted out afterwards. She's. I very thought they proud. were going to put her against Tessa. See, she they don't. Whether it's Tessa or whether it's Taya, somebody doesn't want to work with somebody else. Okay. And I have a feeling with everything that came out about Tessa that Taya does not feel like Working she with, wants to work with Tessa. Because Tessa had a lot of bad shit come out against right. her. Right, and, and the other half of this thing makes me think. Okay, Tessa couldn't seal the deal to get the women's champion, but she, I, I, Impact to me went off the rails. Like, yeah. not even, I'm not saying it's that, it was before that. The yeah. RVD thing drove the whole thing off the rails. He was crazy. He's still he's still on their programming. <laughs> it's, still, it's still crazy. Still banging two girls in a but, bed and all that. Yeah, stuff. but everybody's, it's like a mass exodus. Like, they had something really going. Yeah. But Killer Cross has now. That was a big loss for them. And he signed. He was out. He just was kind of in limbo for yeah. a little while. And now he signed. But his woman, I forget. Scarlet, Scarlet Bordeaux. She and signed, and he was just like, okay, whatever. And then he signed with the WWE. Now we didn't. You weren't on our show, and we talked about him. Do you think? Now you've watched some Killer Cross matches. Oh yeah, I, we, he was. Uh, Do you think he's main roster ready? No. Like he should debut main roster because no. there were people that were like, he should get the AJ Styles treatment. No. And I'm like, he's AJ Styles. Like, he's come on. not big enough known. For, to, to jump right to okay. that. Okay. Yeah. If you're not going to do that to a Kushida, yeah. you're not going to do that to a Killer Cross. Yeah. Okay. You know, K- Kushida is a very decorated MMA winning yeah. person, and he went to NXT. Yeah. So um, Killer Cross should be NXT. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. And he would do very well. Now, yeah. AEW, he may he may have been in the main event. I would, I, I honestly, he was my, that was the Dark Order guy yeah. until he signed. I was like, oh, they're just going to put Cross. Because he's a bigger dude, he's good, he can wrestle. He's ominous. He's yeah. got that like you know, look to him. Exactly. Yeah. But with Taya, um, she tweeted. I expect out, to see him in NXT probably after like Mania, Mania mm-hmm. stuff. Yep. You know? Yeah. If he, I would see, I, I, he very well could be one of your crowd sitters yeah. this weekend. Yeah. Uh, you know, you see that sort of that thing. takeover. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but Taya tweeted out after she lost lost the title. You know, yeah. I use air quotes because yeah. you know she lost the title a while ago on the yeah. TV taping, but it, they just aired it. Yeah. Um, she's proud of what she did. She doesn't know what the future holds, which She's basically to WWE. me, exactly. Her She's husband's not going here. Back to Impact. She's going to debut on SmackDown alongside yep. them, and they could use her on the SmackDown women's roster too. Exactly. She can wrestle. She can go. She's a big enough name, being Morrison's yep. wife. She fits in right with everything that they're doing. And if you ever get Maurice back, you can have you Maurice have, and Miz. You have the yeah, you know mixed tag match. Yeah, you got like that royal family couples. of wrestling right there. Exactly, exactly. Um, which leads into SmackDown last week because you had the return of the dirt sheet. Um, I know you don't really watch a lot of it as much as I do, but um, 
I couldn't understand why the crowd didn't like this. I love Morrison and Miz together. I oh, mean, yeah. They did a video package together. They're funny. And the crowd just kind of wasn't, I don't know, they were a little out of it. I don't know what, where they were in that match. Some of these crowds sometimes, you know. But, like, I think they're great. Well, I'm a, I'm a social media follower, so you get the bits and pieces. And, yeah. and I think that anything skit-wise, we'll call it skit-wise, that the Miz does is good. Yeah. Adding Morrison into that made it even that much better. Yeah. Because they, they have natural chemistry together. And, and they would be so... In this thing then, like, it led into, like, Ziggler and Rude coming out and the Usos and they had a fight. Put Dolph Ziggler with them. Do they he, call them Rudolph? No. That's just what okay. people make fun of. Like, I just want to make sure I'm them. like... I mean, Dolph Ziggler is their other buddy. Okay. So is Zack Ryder. These guys are all friends. Miz and Morrison have so much chemistry because they're real best friends. Put Ziggler with him. Get him away of Robert Roode and Corbin and all that Uh other stuff you have going on. Put him with him. This is like a natural stable that could write itself. You know what I mean? They are so good together. And then get Taya with them and their wives and everything. You've got a lot going on there. Uh, The wrestler that bothers me the most, who I feel the worst for, is Cesaro. Now he's just stuck getting beat up by Elias every week. Yeah. I, I, I don't... I don't know. You never hear Cesaro complain, though. No. Nope. Maybe, you know, because what his girlfriend works there and everything. and I don't, I don't know. know. Some of these guys... He makes even losing look good. He does. Because he's so good. He's so good. And I don't understand why he's not used. But, you know, there's just some guys that they have there that like... Are there to put over other talent. And he's on so, TV every week. He's on TV so he's every week. He's getting a TV paycheck every he, week. It's TV paycheck. I don't think he really cares about like right. I'm not. I'm not the star. How some of these guys, that's all they care about, and they are so upset about it, you know. But I don't know. Cesaro just does his thing. Ever a lot of people speak highly of Elias. I, you know, I watched WWE backstage. And Miz was on there a couple weeks ago, and he was like, "I wish they would let this guy cut loose." He said, I wish they would let him drop the guitar stuff and cut loose. They're like, this guy's great. They're like, he can go. He said, he's big, he's strong, he's powerful, he's talented. They're like, I don't understand. He's like, I tell him all the time. Miss said, every time I see him in the hallway, I tell him, hang in there. It's coming for you. Hang in there. Just keep doing what you're doing. Hang in there. I I can't, I mean, five matches, six matches since we've seen Elias debut on TV. Yeah. And even in those, he's just playing guitar. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, he had a thing with Braun a couple of times. Yeah. And you, all of his bits are good. He's great yeah. on the microphone. And from what I remember seeing of him in IWC, yeah. he can wrestle. Yeah, they just need to... It didn't translate on NXT. Maybe even even Triple H said that. He's yeah. like, there's some things that don't work yeah. here that will work on the main... And that's why he basically got fast-tracked right yeah. up there. The drifter stuff and yep. all that, you know. Um, I hate Crown Jewel so much. I understand why they do it because they get so much money from it. Is that what it's called? It's Crown Jewel's the next one coming. Okay, up. okay. But it's such a WrestleMania derailer to me. So it's coming. It's in like a week. Okay, so it's, like it's that, then a pay per view, then that, main. then the Elimination Chamber, then okay, then that. Which I, the I Elimination Chamber, I'm fine with. Right, because you yeah. have to have something. Because I actually think this year the SmackDown. Uh, the Universal Championship winner is going to be crowned through the Elimination Chamber. The challenger. The challenger. Right. Which is good because we had this, we talked about this at the Rumble. What I would do if I was them is that I think would make things cool is if the final seven people in the Rumble, you have the guy who wins it, the other six who are the final people in it should be instantly slotted into the Elimination yeah. Chamber. 
And then whoever wins a chamber, they get it's like a redemption spot of getting the other title shot. You know what I mean? Because so, then it would make it like interesting. Oh yeah, exactly. Like, why are the? Because they just throw random people in the elimination so chamber. So this was a regional advertisement for the elimination chamber in the city. Yeah. For the elimination chamber. I saw match. that, and it makes no fucking sense. Right. So uh, you got read the people off. It makes Roman no sense. Reigns, uh, I, which Daniel is understandable. Bryan, understandable. Braun Strowman. Yeah. Shinsuke. Why is he in there? He just lost yep. the Intercontinental Championship. Why is he in there? King Corbin and Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode makes no sense. Well, see, that's the thing. They don't necessarily always follow these, but they have to sell tickets for the venue. Yeah. So I would say that your interchangeable people here are Nakamura and Roode. And even Strowman, I hate being the IC holder and you're in there. Like, focus on the IC belt. Exactly. You know, make it worth something. But this, to me, means Roman. Versus, Roman's going to win it. Versus the Universal oh, yeah. Champion. Roman has... So at Crown Jewel, Roman has to fight King Corbin one more time for Crown Jewel. They're in a cage match. It's stupid. Um, the... the uh, Miz and Morrison are going to fight for the SmackDown. You know they're not going to win it at Crown Jewel. No. Something's going to happen right. there that they're going to have to fight them otherwise. Right. That's probably going to be a Mania match down the road. Yeah. Um, then you have Goldberg versus The Fiend at Crown Jewel. I saw, I saw this... I, you know, which here's a bit of thing that SmackDown's been doing a lot lately that really pisses me off. They advertise Bill Goldberg's going to be on SmackDown last Friday. Mm-hmm. Goldberg returns to SmackDown. He was live via satellite. That is such a shady shit to do. They advertised for this week, didn't they? Cena. Yeah, Cena. Well, Cena's next week. Next week. Okay. Yeah, Cena's next week. He might be via satellite too. Right. It's such bullshit. But I mean, the segment was pretty funny because Goldberg's talking, and then Bray interrupts him doing like a, a news funhouse. Yep. You know, and you know, I, I'm a little worried about this. A little worried about it. I yeah. I'm a little worried. Now, ideally, Goldberg should do a thing where Goldberg comes out, spears the shit out of the fiend, jackhammers him, and it doesn't phase him because that's what you should do. The fiend isn't right. phased by any of that right. stuff, and then the fiend beats him. That really gives the fiend. Wow, he beat Goldberg. Goldberg goes on the wall, right. spear and all that, and then that would be a good. You know, Roman's eventually going to get that spot at Mania. It's going to happen, you know. But um, if they make Goldberg beat the fiend, and then he's the champion going into Mania, like. Don't do that. You're to the you're gonna bury Bray right don't, off the bat. Don't do that to the fiend. Uh-uh. You you would have spent a year building a character. Yeah. For nothing. Yeah. Because that's what they did to Kevin Owens. Yeah. Goldberg took that Universal title yeah. off of Kevin Owens when it should have been Owens. And, and really, what they wanted just was to hype them with the Lesnar match. That's exactly what they were. That's exactly what they wanted. Yeah. But Owens, you know, Owens did a lot of justice to that title. He made that title good. Yeah, and it was like, okay. And it should have been him and Jericho for that title. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a little worried about this because, I mean, Goldberg, I don't know. I want Goldberg versus Riddle at WrestleMania. That's what I like to see. Oh, yeah. Because the the things they have going on there is great. I wish they would do it. Yep. Um, Daniel Bryan had a segment. I don't really know what they're going to do with him. It Uh, looked, from what I I saw, you know, just the, the Instagram clips and stuff, it looks like, you know, he's not... The yes movement, Daniel Bryan, but not the heel. Like he's he's like, in between, right? I like that they do that when the fiend beats you, it changes you. Right. So maybe after the fiend beats Goldberg, he goes back to being like his undefeated 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, where he didn't talk and or something like they that. They finally get rid of him. Yeah, they finally get rid of him. Yeah. I do want to see Goldberg and Riddle, though. I think it has potential. It's oh. such a backstage story with everything and they do. Yep. And everybody, and it, yeah, eventually, if you build it, I mean, we, everybody is already talking about it. Yeah. So put a little bit behind it, and it's going to be right. all over. Um, and just skip to the end there. Carmella's your number one contender now. Right. Which, I don't know. Which I see... I see that. Bailey will beat her at Elimination Chamber. And it'll be Naomi at Mania. Yeah. Either Naomi or, you know, they could throw a curveball in here and do something, someone different. They could do Bliss yeah, again. They could. they could do something else. It could probably wind up being Naomi, but I don't know. Naomi bores me. I, I don't I don't know. It's But uh, moving on to Raw, uh, you started off with Becky Lynch and Asuka, and she beats Asuka again. Then the weirdest segment ever happened. Uh, yeah, so. so I love Shayna Baszler. I wanted Baszler to win the Rumble because I want yep. Baszler and Lynch at Mania because I think that has good story behind it. They fought at Survivor Series. That's good. I want Baszler to dethrone her a year later because right. I love Shayna Baszler. I think she's freaking fantastic. Yep. She's everything that a dominant heel woman wrestler should be. Mm-hmm. Can't you always see when Vince touches something oh, good yeah. that's NXT. Can't <laughs> yeah. you just spot it? Yep. Like, Shayna Baszler's already a badass. Yep. She sneaks in the ring, she beats her up, draws heel heat, the crowd's booing her. It's like, here, this is great. That's a great person for Hero Becky to fight. Then, for some reason, and Justin's listening, for some reason then Shayna Baszler takes out her mouthpiece, grabs Becky Lynch, and bites her in the back of the fucking neck. And they do like a blood capsule, so then Shayna Baszler has blood... All over her like face a, like a vampire. Like a chunk. Like, like blood all over her face. And be- it's all in Becky's hair. And I'm like, why? Why did they do that? What was the purpose of that? They wanted the Becky Lynch blood spot from the t- From the year before. From the year before. And that to me is Vince. Like to me, like they bring up Shayna. Yep. And they're like, Triple H is like, trust me, Shayna's great. Let her and do Vince it. like, you know be good? If she like bitter and blood all over her yeah, mouth, blood. Let's and, get you know that, the rest of them are like, "Why are we doing?" Let's that? get that <laughs> shock moment. Yeah, it was so natural with Becky because it was literally natural. Yeah, this she was, got hit by accident. Yeah, this was forced. this was dumb. Yep. This was not. It, it made that segment odd. Mm-hmm. Where when she ran in the ring, I was like, "Yes, there's my like, yes, this is the match I've been wanting. Like, this is going to be good." And I'm like, "What are you doing? Why? What are you doing?" Why are you showing that? Like, yeah, so weird. And they edited it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they edited it out because it yeah. was too much. So. Then, they, then another weird segment is I like the Street Profits a lot. Mm-hmm. I think they're pretty good, talented guys. Yep. They've done shit on Raw. They host TV shows. They talk in the back. They do comedy skits. They haven't done anything. Finally, they let them re- wrestle. And they're kind of been building up Mojo Rawley with this Riddick Moss guy that he's the twenty four seven champ, and Riddick Moss is his offensive lineman. Right, and he protects him. The Street Profits beat these guys in like twenty seconds, just destroy Riddick Moss. And I'm like, what's the point of it? And then at the end, they go and pin. He rolls up Mojo Rawley and steals a championship from him. I'm like, I what? What are they doing? The twenty four seven title to me, I don't understand. There's two things that there's two titles that I don't understand. One is the Women's Tag Team Championship. And the other one is 24-7. So yeah. your women's tag team champions are on Raw. From what I understand, Fox does not want to cross, cross over. Yeah. So you only can defend, in theory... At pay-per-views. At pay-per-views yeah. or between NXT, your USA Network shows. Yeah. So the 24-7 championship, to me, 
I like the idea of somebody holding on to it and people working together. Like, it should be held by a stable. Yeah. You know what I mean? It should be held by somebody in the New Day. Because you have yeah. the other two guys. They can watch you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Somebody come and run, hide, you know, yeah. whatever. It was great. The only reason it's still around is because of our truth Yeah. It makes it's such so a much stupid sense, title. But it doesn't make it's, any it's sense It's just at all. such a stupid title. Now, when I saw Mojo win it, though, I actually was like, all right. And then he, like, beat the shit out of a bunch of guys that were trying to go for it. Then he started getting his guy walking with him. I'm like, okay, this is actually becoming a little compelling. Like, Mojo ain't afraid of anybody. You know, he's taking on challengers. Then they had him get squashed by Drew McIntyre the week before. Then the Prophets squashed him. I'm like... Okay, you're trying to build him up as like a threat, credible threat. Yeah. Now he just got squashed by like two people. And like, he was at the Super Bowl with Gronk, and everybody was like, "Oh, they're setting up this twenty four seven thing to be a mania thing with Gronk." Yeah, and his belt's gone. His belt's gone. <laughs> it's like, uh, what yeah. are you doing? Uh, so speaking of Drew, are you happy that Drew won the? Uh, I am. I love it. Yeah, I, I am. love it. I I love I loved his interview here. The way he was making fun of. The, he is so over with the crowd. Mm-hmm. He got the whole one, two, three, and then he bro- and then he does his claymore on people. Yep. I like that they're letting him be himself, and that's what he said on backstage the week before. When he, I don't know if you watch backstage at all, but he said that like his wife said to him, "Why do you always do this Scottish psychopath thing?" She's like, "You're like one of the nicest guys." She's like, "You're funny and amusing. Why don't they let you like do that stuff?" He's like, "I don't know." She's like, "That's not how you are. Like you're this crazy, right, right, right. you know." So. Uh, they let him have some freedom. He started, and the week before, he called himself the sexy Scotsman. Then he's doing jokes and all that, and the crowd loves it. Yep. The crowd loves and it. And that's even something that he didn't do in NXT. No. So His Royal Rumble moment where he nailed Lesnar out of the ring, one of the best Royal Rumble yep. moments I've seen in a long time. Because credit to Lesnar, he had everyone in that arena so angry. Oh, I yeah. mean, people were like, what the fuck? He threw out Keith Lee. Yeah. He threw out all these guys you love, and you're just like, oh, he's ruining it. Yep. And then Drew comes in and nails him, and the crowd went crazy. And he kept on, you know, he would, uh, Drew would eliminate somebody else, and he'd focus on Brock that was outside. Yeah. You know, that little bit of, of interaction just with him staring over the rope, yeah. set up your Mania match, and yeah. you didn't have to do a thing after that. I know, that. it's great. He needs to win, though. Oh, yeah. It's his time to win. Mm-hmm. Lesnar doesn't need that belt anymore. Nope. And hopefully Heyman has that mindset that, like, he'll let him have that because he needs that. Mm-hmm. There's a good champion. That, you know how they've been looking for a champion that, like, they put it on Roman. When Roman becomes a champion, everyone hates him. They put it on Rollins. Rollins becomes a champion last year. Everybody hates him because he goes on Twitter and says stupid things. Yeah. And they're like, we can't get, like, a good guy champion over. Like, I think you have a shot here. Yeah. People because like even him. if it flips... He isn't too far removed from a heel. Yeah, from a heel. He can just start acting like he don't care anymore. You you could just do a natural turn. Yeah, like, he's, look, he's believable. He could Uh, beat Lesnar. Rollins' turn was forced upon him because... Because the crowd hates him. It flipped. (laughs) It's just flipped. And they're never going to flip. Roman. It's going to be seen. The downfall of Seth Rollins is when they made him start doing the Becky stuff. Oh, my God. Because people loved him as a good guy champion for the people. And that that, that cooled her off. Pulled her too. off and it turned them on him. Where they're like, "This is annoying," and then they could you couldn't win him back. Mm-mm. That was it. I think Roman is okay. Like they did a good job bringing Roman back from the leukemia. They kept him away from the title pitcher. He's been doing all this other stuff. Yep. I know people don't want to see him beat the Fiend at Mania, but I'm a kind of okay with it. Get over it. Like you know what I mean, I'm like okay even with even it. me. Like I've matured as a wrestling fan. Yeah. I was not a Roman fan. I was looking at it. If you're not willing to 
realize that the story that is trying to be told to you, yeah, you're you shouldn't be watching. I get in arguments with people where they're like, "I fucking hate Roman Reigns. He sucks and all this stuff, and he's terrible." And AEW marks, you know, and they'll oh, give yeah. me, and I'm like, "Look, buddy, if Roman Reigns quit the WWE and signed as Joe and Noah in AEW, you people would love him. Yep. He would be instantly in the title picture because yep. if Dean Ambrose is your main guy in the title picture, yeah. he's better than Dean Ambrose. He would be your main guy, yep. and you people would be going." He never got a real shot. They never booked him right. Creative control. All blah, 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 all the things they say yeah. now. These are the same people that think Jack Swagger is fucking fantastic. But hasn't even done shit since being yeah, there. Right. You know, like, they would love this guy. Yep. They would love him over there. Uh, you know, but we'll see what happens there. Uh, the guy I really like is Angel Garza. Have you been? Have you watched any of Angel so far? Uh, he, NXT guy. NXT guy. Okay, then yeah. So uh, Angel, they called sure up because. Andrade had the suspension. Right. So he's gone for 30, 60 days or whatever. So to keep Selena Vega on TV, she brought up Angel Garza, who's Umberto Carrero's real-life cousin. Right. Because he's a Garza. They're both Garzas. Right. And he's just kind of like a filler for Andrade, but the kid's doing a great job. He's a fantastic wrestler. Right. I mean, my God, can he go in that ring. He is fantastic. Yeah. I think the WWE needs to do a Latino stable. Oh yeah, with Mysterio as like the patriarch of this group is like well, almost like a, a Latino evolution. You have Mysterio in that like old Ric Flair role. Yep. Andrade as like the Triple H current role, and then you have Garza and Car- if you're watching Umberto Carrero go oh, yeah, in, yeah. A, he's out of this world amazing. Like that's a stable. And you that's have a, you have Ray's kid. He's big. Ray's he's kid. big guy. Yeah, there's a couple other people on it. Uh, that there's that uh, Mendoza guy in NXT. There's a couple. They got some really good Latino uh, talent oh, right yeah. now. I yep. mean, this would be perfect for a Latino stable. Mm-hmm. Um, Rhea, what do you think about Rhea Ripley Charlotte at WrestleMania? It's R- gonna. It, it, Rhea's getting a lot of attention. Yeah, yeah. Rhea, She's on Raw. She's on NXT. She really blew up this year. Yeah, big time. She, and she got she got the backing. Like it was like. Triple H was like, this she's this good. is the person. And Vince was like, you know what? This is the person. She's good. I mean, she's big. She's believable. Mm-hmm. She she's someone that let, like was believable that could beat Shayna Baszler yep. when they brought her in. Yep. You know, and she's getting big thing. I think her at Charlotte at Mania has a big fight feel to it. Oh yeah. They both have big size to them. It's gonna they be a will, great match. They will drive Rhea Ripley into the ground if Charlotte Flair wins that match. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I will freak out <laughs> but no I don't I think I think that's great I think the idea that the rumble winner uses the opportunity for an NXT it it, it legitimizes NXT they're trying to legitimize NXT more for its head to exactly. head against AEW exactly. obviously I mean you know that's where that comes from that's why you put Charlotte on there and it's and perfect you, because you're you're not you're not forcing it in, yeah. with the men's division it and makes Rhea's sense been, I mean she's just been doing a great job She's knocking it out the park. Mm-hmm. She's a talented, talented wrestler, you know. Uh, so Bobby Lashley versus Ricochet. Um. So yeah, Bob. This I was surprised. Ricochet beat him clean. Yeah. Right. So pretty, pretty good. I but was it's just, Ricochet versus Brock. Yeah. At Crown, whatever. At Crown Jewel. Okay. Which let me tell you what, this is gonna be the best match of the night. Because it will. I'm not a big Lesnar guy. 
But Brock Lesnar over the past couple of years has proved he wrestles great against the little guys. Yep, Daniel Bryan. Finn AJ Balor Styles. match, AJ, Daniel Bryan, these are all great. He works really well with these guys, and I actually think he really enjoys it because mm-hmm. he can do a lot of different stuff with them that he hasn't well, done before. there was a big thing on the internet about how Brock literally said he wants to work with R-Truth. Yeah. Because of the one bit he did when yeah, before the Rumble. Oh, it was great. It was great when he thought it was Heyman. It was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome, but... But uh, this is good. I mean, obviously Ricochet ain't going to win the title at Crown Jewel, but I'm glad he's in a title pitcher shot. Right. It you know it, it'll do good for him, and it'll be a good match. And if he holds his own, it's just going to drive his stock up. Yeah, Ricochet's you know? good. He's he's the kind of guy that's happy. You can tell he's happy to be where he's at. Exactly. And he's getting some main time. Um, the Randy Orton Edge stuff is good. Um, I hope they don't do any of that at Crown Jewel. I want that at Mania. Right. That'll be a huge Mania right. match. What I'd like to see next happen is like Matt Hardy came out and he beat the shit out of Matt Hardy. Right. Matt Hardy's probably on his way out the door. Right. We can talk about that later on down here. But um, I want to see Christian come out and challenge him next. You're getting the legend killer. Yeah. I want to see Christian come out and yep. be like, that's my friend. Maybe fight him in a match on Raw or something like that. There, was a, there were two trademarks filed by the WWE. This week, one was Christian, and the other one was the Texas Rattlesnake. Oh, really? But Christian was like, okay. Good. I'd like to. He should feud with. Keep Edge away. Yep. Like You don't know, need to have him back until after that. Elimination Chamber. Yeah. And, and let him fight like Christian at Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. Beat Christian, then Edge makes a save, then you have Edge Orton, which is a fantastic setup at Mania. Yep. You know, Randy is really good in that role. And that's all you, you need. That is, that is your cookie cutter. Whether it be Triple H or Undertaker match, that is your match yeah. for the nostalgia. Yeah. Don't overload it by, yeah. you know, I've been hearing rumors about Undertaker Sting. I would like to see that match. I, I've wanted that match for so long right. that, like, I feel like you only have this year and next year to do oh, it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And Sting's ready for it. I don't expect some great match. Mm-hmm. I just want to see the entrances. Oh, yeah. I just want to see a couple segments on Raw with the. With the buzzards and the and the lightning and that's all I really want. It's, it's true. And the match could be two minutes for all I care. You won't get a big aerial and, entrance by Sting. Though, yeah, in well, I state. just want like the crows and the thing and yep. the scaries. Just show me it once. I don't even really do. We really even care at this point. You're like, wow, that was a pretty bad match. We got other things on that show to give <laughs> exactly. us something better. You exactly. know what I mean? It's like, true. But I don't. I think if you have Orton and Edge, it, Triple H doesn't need to have a match. No. Because don't take up a spot. Mm-mm. Like let them have that legendary match. You don't need to be thrown in there. You or Shane McMahon right. for some reason or whatever. You don't need it. Exactly. Like, swallow your pride and not have a match at Mania. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. could be involved one way, shape, or the other, but, you know. Uh, and then finally on here, Alistair Black. I, I don't know what they're doing with Alistair Black. Dropping the ball. Him and Buddy Murphy had a great series of matches. Mm-hmm. Buddy Murphy, fantastic. They put him in with Rollins. He's a tag team champion now. He's doing great. Can't he say took, buddy. He took away the bunny. He's <laughs> Murphy now. Fucking WWE. These goddamn names. You, yep. you got to take him away. It's gonna be Rollins but pretty I, soon. I I heard that Alistair Black w- at first was in the consideration to be in that Drew McIntyre role yeah. as as winning the Rumble and going on to fight Brock Lesnar. And they changed their mind. It's and, it, it's by no means something he did. It, they drug it out too long. The whole knocking on my door crap. Yeah. I'm gonna go. Didn't he say last week? He was going to go knocking. He was going to go knocking. he said it again this week. And he's just fighting random you know, guys. I, I just really don't know. I think a perfect feud for him right now is Eric Rowan. 
That, it, you don't know what... Yeah. That shit with the stupid cage, you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, well. These are two <laughs> good workers, and, like, Eric Rohn's a guy that looks like that could take a black mass and still be okay, you know, because... Right. He dominates people with that. Be like, how are you going to knock this big man down? I think they could have a good series, a, a good rivalry. I, st- I, st- I still think that they're protecting that move. The two moves right now that are untouchable by new folks are Lacey Evans' is Woman's Right and, and the Black, Black Mask. Lacey Evans hasn't been on TV since. I know, but the they're Rumble. protecting those moves as, as one shot down so they can't have somebody. And that's why he's getting these squash matches. Yeah. Because they, they just want to show off the the... How lethal that move is! It's not working though. Like the no. the the, 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 ma- the matches with Murphy worked because you're like, wow, look, he's working with another good worker, and they were great. I yep. mean, all three of those were great. He needs another good guy he can work with. I think that they're setting up for a, they they had to put enough distance between him and Ricochet. Yeah. Because they came in together, they were tagging together, and, and then put a, a and then putting them back the together. Yeah. yeah. Because those two would. We'll blow the up. roof off every night. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing him like when Andrade comes back, go after him with oh, the yeah. whole Selena Vega thing, knowing that he's Knows, married to yep, her. Yep. You know, like how they would do that. That would be cool. You know, they could kill it with the Becky Lynch, Seth Rollins treatment, though. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and then you have the big battle at the end with Seth's group versus the Raiders and Owens and Joe. I just don't know where you go with this. You know mm-hmm. what I felt like they did too soon on this is Owens should have been alone for a little bit longer. Right. You know what I mean? He right. already has enough people. It's like, where do you go from there? Like, right. he needed to have months of just feuding like Austin used to by himself before he got that help. And this stable, this Seth Rollins stable, one, needs a name. Yeah. And two, they're too focused on this group of people. Yeah. If he's so imp- He'd important be to people. Raw, he right. should be doing, he should be in other segments. He should be attacking other people and right. doing other things. Exactly. You know, like after Alistair Black has a match, he should go and beat him up and be like, you should be joining me. Yeah. Instead, he's exactly. just focused yeah. on Owens and You didn't come Joe. knocking on my door yeah. or something. Yeah. He needs to do more but stuff. But yeah, they, they've just been continuously focusing on, this is just recycled stuff week to week. The only time they broke away from it a little bit is he was in the match to try and get a shot at Lesnar. Oh yeah. Right. Which was good. But yeah, they need to do a little bit more work with that. Um, but yeah, that was raw. Um, you know, you got to get past Crown Jewel, and then you can get it. It derails the road to WrestleMania. Thing, yep. It just derails it, and then it's like now so we they, can get back. They're on. not doing like I always thought it was Mania. Then the greatest Royal Rumble was like the end of May. the greatest Royal Rumble they got rid of. Okay, now they just have Crown Jewel and Super Showdown. Okay, this may be Super Showdown. I think this is Super Showdown. showdown. Crown Jewel's at the end of the year. Okay. This is Super Showdown. So there's only two shows. Two shows in Saudi, which everyone hates. It's just bad timing. I, it's I just bad don't timing. think it should be on the road to WrestleMania. No, it's bad timing. But that's when they want it. And when someone pays you $2 billion for your product, you're going to give them whatever you want. If they have a travel situation, because right now what they're doing is they're starting to do house shows. The road to WrestleMania house shows are going to kick off. Like there's one in Youngstown. Yeah. They're gonna f- this is on a Thursday again. The show's on a Thursday. SmackDown's on a Friday. Here we go again. Yep, but I tell you what, that's the best SmackDown they did in forever when NXT, NXT had to come in and, and fill the really void. Have a, it was amazing. They don't really have the <laughs> option, I guess, this time. I mean, it made sense. Yeah. You know, they did what they did, but we'll see. You have to bring the call-ups in to yep. save the day. Right. I mean, Adam Cole, Daniel Bryan, it was, like, amazing. Uh-huh. Um, so backstage was on Tuesday. Charlotte was on. You know, she, her and Paige, they were good. They were just doing some talking about... Uh, working with her, uh, Charlotte. You know, they asked her. I like it because they break character and they right. talk about stuff. Yep. And they said, "Who do you think is the next big star out of the women's 
thing, and she said, for me, it's Bianca Belair. She said, I tell her all the time, you are amazing, and you are going to kill it. She's like, she is so, she's like, she's so young, and she's so talented, she's so good at everything, and she is a beast. Oh, yeah. I mean, she is powerful, yep. she is... And like I say all the time, I mean, you take Bianca Belair, Baszler, Ripley, and these girls, and compare them to the AEW woman roster. It ain't even fucking close. No, that's the, what the, they the, the talent wise. After breakfast, I mean, it's like <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Um, Punk was on. The CM Punk stuff has just worn off for me. No. He really doesn't do much. He's actually kind of quiet now after the whole Miz thing. Yeah, he put a muzzle on. You know, where he like said all that nasty shit about him. You know, so I don't know. He, the, the only funny part was Booker T talking about his Hall of Fame rings. He's like, I got, and he's like, you know why I do so well? That he's like, because of this. And he put his two rings on. He goes, I got these. And uh, uh, the host, what's her name, Ambrose's wife, was like, I don't got one of those. And Paige was like, I don't have one of those. And Punk was like, How do you get those again? Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't think I'll ever get one of those. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Probably not. <laughs> Um, so then we got the Wednesday, the Wednesday show. So um, NXT was just okay this week. They're building up to the uh, to the to Houston, right. which I like that they're having a takeover on a Sunday. Feels like a bigger pay per view, yeah, right. Because it's taking that spot. Um, I really don't have much interest in the Dakota Kai stuff. Uh, you know, it's just okay. I like Candice LeRae. It was okay. Um, I'm looking forward to the Roderick Strong. Uh, dream stuff because that's good. That would yeah. be a good match. Right. Velveteen I, Dream is great. Velveteen Dream having Roderick Strong's wife and kids on his pants. Call me Maria. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking pictures of like his family and yep. all that. The Dream's great. Um, Gargano and Cameron Grimes was really good. I don't know if you got a chance to watch I that. I did watch that. Cameron one. Grimes is really good. He's he's a really good worker. Mm-hmm. I'm really impressed by him. Gargano and Balor is going to be great. Oh yeah. It's yep. going to be that a, it's whole just, bit with I don't have a heart. Yeah, yeah, that, that's just it's just good stuff. Balor needs to beat him though and go on. I think Balor needs to win the NXT Championship at the WrestleMania weekend. Whether you put that title on WrestleMania itself, right, and have Balor versus whether it's Champa if he wins or Cole, Cole. I think that that should be because Balor's hot. Keep this Prince thing a win at WrestleMania, the title that that would be good for him, right? You know. Um, Angel Garza wrestled again. Him and Leo Rush. That, that was, was a great match. That was great too. They were on. I mean, they do things in that. That was a great match. That are just unbelievable. The match of the night for me though was Adam Cole and Kushida. Oh my god, they yeah. went off. Yep. I mean, they're. I feel bad for Kushida that he doesn't get these wins because he's so good. Yep. But and that it, didn't that that match didn't hurt him. You know what I mean? No. That match didn't hurt him. You you had an amazing match. I mean that one time when he's like, he like. Slid and hit cold and jumped and then kind of went sideways and kicked him sideways and flipped. You're like, holy it's shit! Just, it's just great. It, I mean, he. That, that, what do you do with him, though? That's the thing. it's a hard one. It, yeah, that's the thing. You like, know what? I enjoy his wrestling much better than Nakamura's. Nakamura oh, yeah. wrestles in that strong side stuff, but like it's the Eng- it's not being able to speak that good of English and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I thought they were going to go with the whole time splitter thing, right? But. I don't know. Uh, did you see all the broser weight stuff going on? I did, yeah. God, those are so great. If they're going to – that's what they need to do yeah. because they could just have them in um, a match. But They're going after the tag belt Sunday. Oh, yeah. I think they should win them. It's time for the Undisputed Era to lose those. If Undisputed Era lose those titles, and I know we're not doing call-ups anymore, but if Undisputed Era 
leaves with no gold, yeah, then they're they're on their way to go do something else. I think so too. And I'm not and saying it's, it's a bad thing, right? It's because time. you got, you know, it used to be you had a place to go. You were going to get called up. That would mean that there would be more yeah. room. Those are the guys who are the most relevant to go yeah. someplace else. Yeah. So. Yeah. It'll be good. The only thing I was upset about on that night was uh, I'm a big Santana Garrett fan. And she got squashed by Bianca <laughs> Bianca Belair, which I don't understand why she had to get squashed. Like right. she's a good wrestler, they could at least had a decent match. Right. But they're trying to make Belair look really strong going into the Ripley battle. This takeover this weekend is really loaded. Yeah, I mean it is a really loaded show. There's there's not a bad match on there anywhere. You know, I, like I said, I'm not too big on Dakota Kai and her little thing they have going on. But uh, I'll probably um, watch it. I have. One more box topper from uh, cereal. You th- buy three boxes of cereal, you get three months free. The network. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so. uh, but the ratings are in. That's what I was looking up here. The ratings are in. Um, NXT closed the gap a little bit. Um, Dynamite won again with 817, and NXT was right at 760. So last week they beat them by almost 200,000. Uh, this week down a little bit more closer. Um you know, but still, pretty solid night viewing ratings for for both of them. Um, you know, they both did all right. I saw an interview with Triple H where he was like, "Do you mind losing to Dynamite every week?" And he said, "If we're getting seven hundred thousand viewers on that for NXT, he's like, we're pretty happy." Yeah, right. He's like, we're pretty good. He's like, we don't expect to beat their main show. Yeah, you right. Know, like, okay, well, yeah. What do you think about the possibility of them deciding to take NXT on the road? Mistake, or do you think that's good? Uh, for the show itself, yeah, it's a tough one. It's a tough. It's tough. I'm not going to say I'm against it. Full cell energy is unlike anything it's you exactly have. Exactly right, and you're not going to get that in every city. And mm-hmm. it's obvious with AEW crowds. Okay, you don't get the same energy that you uh, would you in the Chicago ones, yeah. or, or things like that. So, but the thing that they don't d- like is like when you turn. If you're watching it too and you're new to it, which I've heard people say this, people that aren't wrestling fans, and I've said like try it out, and they go to try it. I think even Gretchen had said this one time, like, when you turn on AEW, you're like, oh, look at this. Big arena, lots of crowd. And then you turn it on, you're like, what's there, like 200, 300 people there? See, yeah. It looks small to people. It does. That was one of the things she told me once was, it looks a little smaller. I had another buddy from WVU once say, there's like no one at that crowd. I'm like, well, that's how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be like an indie feel to a it. studio wrestling. A studio wrestling yep. type show to it. And, and the magic of Full cells, they are hot for everything. Yeah. Hot for every Everything. match. Everything. Now, if you take it on the road, yeah, NXT could probably sell out basketball size arenas mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, the Peterson Event Center. Yeah. It very well could, but I. But think do you that, get rid? Do you lose that magic? Yes, I think you do. I, I think, think you what do. you. I think what you do. If it was up to me, is I would start it by trying it once a month. Mm-hmm. So three shows at full sale. Final show of the month. Is on the road. You make it a little bigger show. Right. So, like, your three shows at full sell, you're like, we have a number one contenders match. We have a feud starting. The the, the title match is on the road. And they at they, there. they that do would, that sort of. I mean, they don't they don't put it like on a TV, mini takeover. But they do. You know, their NXT tour. They'll do a five city tour. That you know, come to yeah. Pittsburgh or whatever. Yeah. You could pick one of that every time. To be, you know, start your tour on Wednesday, do it Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah. Your house shows Thursday, Friday with your yeah. show on Wednesday. Then your crew only has to go from city to city from Wednesday to Wednesday. Right, right. It could work. Um, I, I'm torn. Yeah. I, I think that, I think the it's crowd a risk. is, yeah. I think the crowd at Full sale is part of the show. It is. It's part of the show. Because if you're watching 
Kushida and Adam Cole. And the crowd that went and saw it isn't really into it in the city that you're at. Mm-hmm. Some cities suck. That match feels odd then. When you're watching on NXT and you're like, and they're going, this is awesome. They're screaming, Kushida, Adam Cole. And, and, they, and you get the Adam Cole babies when he comes down yep. with the loudness. You're like, if you take that out of that, how's that feel then? Right. You know? So speaking of Dynamite, um, they had a pretty solid show last night. Um, a little bit of news that you had in here at, at the I beginning. A, yeah, I got a couple bullet points. We'll, we'll save those for down here by Jungle Boy. For the tensions? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And yeah. the Nightmare Collective yeah. stuff? All right, so they they kicked off the show with a tag team match, um, AW tag team match on 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 TV. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I love the Hangman Kenny run right now. I do, it's, I do too. I think it's great. I do too. I it think, might be one of my favorite bits in wrestling right now. I think I was surprised. I was really surprised to see them win that on the cruise. Yeah. I really was. But since you know, I was like, you're going to bury SCU. SCU's time to me. Is running out. It ran out very it's, early on. It's kind of old. It is. And, it's the and, same and, thing over you know, and over. You can kind of see that Daniels is kind of there. He's kind of not. Yeah. He's getting into something else. Um, Maybe the leader of the Dark Order, which will be horrible. So you need to, you need to have something else to go to. And yeah. I understand what they're doing. They're not putting these titles right on the Bucks. Yeah. You know, they're 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 Cody the Bucks. They're they're purposely keeping themselves yeah. out of the running. Yeah. So. Kenny and Hangman, it's a, it's a story and a story. It's, it's really good, you know, and and, I'm, and they I'm work really so excited. well together. They got such good chemistry. I'm really excited to see the payoff for what this whole Hangman, yeah, the dr- the drinking stuff is. Hangman hilarious. is a hilarious character. It's just it's I mean, good. Everything they do, they do there his, is good. His cowboy shit chant, it's 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 so over. It's it's what SCU yeah was yeah. You know, it's now, not gonna last forever, so they better not drag it out. <laughs> but it, right now, it's it's working. Now, one thing that me and Ken argue a lot about on this show, we've actually gotten almost physical altercations <laughs> about that. We're really mad at each other is, I really hate the AEW rating system. I hate everything about it. Okay. I don't understand it. I think it contradicts itself all the time. It makes no fucking sense to me. So, case in point. They currently let you know that the Lucha Bros are like the sixth ranked tag team, right? So when you're the number one ranked or whatever you are, you don't instantly get a title shot. Like, Proud and Powerful were the number one ranked tag team for a while. They never had a title shot. They never had anything. Right. Then you have to be in these, like, matches. Like, you know, like, Cody's listed as the third ranked person. But he can't ever challenge for the title. So why is he even ranked? Right. And then, like, you have to be in these four ways... And all that stuff. So Lucha Brothers are all the way out here sitting at six. Next week they're having a tag team battle royal where everyone's in it. With the winners getting being the new number one contender. But for some reason, the Lucha Bros are fighting for the titles next week because they pinned Ken, uh, 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 Hangman last right. week in, a, in a, an eight-man match. That doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. Why do you need a tag team? You know they're not going to win next week, no. the Lucha Bros. I'm, not, so, I, I, I'm with you. I'm not a fan of the rating system. It doesn't make any sense. No, it only makes sense if he you says treat I get it. too hung up on it. it. It only makes sense if you. It only makes sense if you follow it. If you follow it, and if and you treat it like a, like the college football rankings, right? With margin of victory. Yeah. You, know, you can't have a close match where and it, it doesn't work in tag teams. Yes. Because if Hangman gets pinned, why does it reflect bad on another singles wrestler who's right. matched up in a tag team? 
You know what I mean? And and he Ken always says to me, I harp on it too much. I'm like, Jr. and Shivani mention it every fucking five minutes. They're like, this yep. is the number six ranked tag team. That doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Being number six doesn't mean anything because if you happen to sneak into a an eight man match and pin Kenny Omega, now you get a title shot. Right. So you don't even have to take part in that stupid battle royal. You don't even need that battle royal. Right. Because it doesn't matter. They get a title shot. Everyone gets a title shot. Like it's just so like Moxley to me was the number one contender back in October last year when he was like winning matches they were like he won some match then after the first of the year comes they're like he has to be in a new number one contenders match I'm like he's a number one ranked guy why if you're the number one ranked guy do you have to be in a in a, in right. a, in a, in a, in a contenders match right. with four other people that you might it doesn't make any sense they harp on it too much because uh, yeah. they think it's like new and edgy that they, they do they want the real feel the, the real, real feel, feel it doesn't make any sense and, and you know, a little bit of news here in a little bit, um, but it's a lot of different, differing opinions of how things should be working. Yeah, and you can really, I can really start to see who, who's doing what. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and I think that's a Tony Khan thing. Yeah, is is a real feel sports, the real feel sports stuff. It, it, you know, that's Tony Khan stuff. Yeah, you know, and. and the, the tag team stuff is obvious where that's coming from. Yeah. Um, you know, and there's some other things that are just blatantly obvious. Let's move along here then. So, a match we then had was Sammy Guevara versus Dustin Rhodes. Um, I like Sammy Guevara a lot. I do too. I think he's I doing do really well. I don't understand why he had to take a loss to old ass Dustin Rhodes. Just so you can hype Dustin Rhodes versus Jake Hager. Exactly right. Be- which, and, and you could see that because they pigeonholed that Darby Allen video package before that match. So Darby could challenge Sammy because yeah. it ruined his voice box. It ruined his voice box, right? Okay, which is going to be which is good. I like and I like that's Darby. That's going to be an incredible match. That'll be good. Yeah, that'll be good. But yes, I, again, I'm sorry. This too this, convoluted. I, and and this is my thing because like I read so much social media stuff and the praise I hear from the AEW marks where this is great. I'm sorry, but if Goldust was beating young talent in the WWE right now, you'd all be crying. Why are they burying that guy? Right. No one wants to see Goldust. I'm sorry, I don't really get excited for Jack Swagger versus Goldust. No. It does nothing for me. But it's like, going to be as you know. It's going to be you know that this is that this match they're right. going to have. And you know what, Dustin Rhodes, stop doing a Canadian fucking destroyer every single week. You're ruining that move. Right. Every week he does a Canadian Destroyer. It's not even like good anymore. He does it every week, and they're always like, "Oh my God, do you believe what he just did?" Yeah, I believe it because he just did it the week before. <laughs> yeah, it's not new. It's his new thing. Yeah, he learned how to do it. Right. Someone, probably Matt Jackson, taught him how to do a Canadian Destroyer, and now he has to do it every week. <laughs> yep. You know, like Adam Cole does a Canadian Destroyer. It's the Sun Panama Sunrise, whatever. Right. He doesn't do it every week. It's not always there. Like he does it every fucking week. It's and every week it's oh my god can you believe he did that yeah I can't believe he did it because he just did it the did week it, yep. before he did it the week before so um, you had that then you had Britt Baker doing her um, uh, her heel how do you think about her heel stuff going? I don't I've I've I'm Britt Baker is the Charlotte Flair of <laughs> AEW for me now like, I, I'm not really into her heel turn either I you know I, I don't she, know I she just doesn't, doesn't have work. she doesn't have the look of a heel yeah. she doesn't have the the stature of a heel. Mm-hmm. She's good. I mean, she, you know, cheap heat. Cheap heat. Yeah. You know, she I did just, it in Cleveland. She did it. Yeah. You know, she didn't have to do anything in Cleveland. She could have just came out. And, and they don't I, like her because she's Pittsburgh. Exactly. Yeah. She didn't yeah. have to do it. Uh, you know, yes, the line was fine, but yeah, geez, it was scripted. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? It was find the thing that, that hits home the most and attack it. And I, sometimes I that know. works. But I'm not I'm not really a fan of hers yet. I haven't seen much. I don't understand why. I mean, I don't understand why. After what we're going to talk about next, why do you need your face of the women's division to turn heel? So next is the AEW Women's Championship right. match. The match we saw the first night we were there. Right. Um... So Riho as a champion, from what I understand now, which I didn't understand before, she had a lot of Japanese dates she was fulfilling. Yes. That's why she was never on. Yes. So why was she your champion then? As opposed to like starting off with Baker as your champion and running with her if, if Rio can be there. Nothing against Rio. For her size, she's a hell of a competitor. That that is you know, this this match was good for what it was. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at a very Brock Lesnar, smaller guy type of match. Yeah. There's a lot of moves that could be done. But the women's division to me is the weakest point. The weakest point in AEW. I'm not a Nile Rose fan. And I'll tell you. It just doesn't work for me. The, I don't really think she's that good. No. I think she messes up a lot. But because of her size and that she's strong. And you know what? I really don't even think she's that strong. She's throwing around Rio who's 90 pounds. Right. Like, I don't understand why if you were going to take the belt, why didn't you let Chris Statlander beat her a couple weeks ago? Yeah. There's a girl that can actually wrestle. And she is so popular. Yeah. Right? I don't understand so why you popular. didn't give her the belt. Like, put the belt on her. Right. Um, any, any, You know, they have that other Tazaki girl, whatever her name is. There's a couple other girls that are pretty decent wrestlers. Big Swole's not bad. Right. Like, you don't you don't have anybody else. You, you went with this, which was you should have probably just went from at the beginning. Yep. You know, instead of having Rio have a belt, she defended it twice. Yep. And, Four months, but uh, I don't it, know. And and you know this is a, this is a good segue. This is where I'm gonna stick in the news. Okay, so you got um, it. It's it's not widely reported because it's not going to be. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, some of your bigger dirt sheet news media outlets are very AEW friendly. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. Your your Dave Meltzer. Yeah. You know that kind of stuff. What culture they, wrestling loves AEW. Yep. Nothing is ever bad on right. AEW. Everything's great. So. There was there's a Twitter user and don't quote me I know it's out there uh, I think I think what culture reported on it yeah. um, who's been very accurate in the recent months who has said that there is some back behind the scenes executive vice president tension yeah that is currently going on and Tony Khan has literally taken over more of the creative Tony Khan was a driving decision maker in killing the Nightmare Collective. I heard Kenny Omega was big in the Killing the Nightmare yes, Collective. Yes, and that has drawn some tension, yeah. obviously, between more than likely Cody, because yeah. it was his wife's probably idea, yeah. um, but you can see where the tension in the women's division could be very stemming from that, yeah. just from the fact that you're, you want to kill this, but you're, you're introducing this champion yeah. that isn't over either. Yeah. So, you know, neither of these ideas are good. It wasn't Rio, maybe his girlfriend. And that's maybe why she was kind of popping right. around yep. in there, you know. Right. You know, when I've heard that they killed the Nightmare Collective, my first initial thought was, that's good. That, like, you actually listen to the fans, unlike WWE does, and you're taking a storyline that's not working, and you're going to abandon it. Right. I.e., Vince would never kill Bobby Lashley and Lana and that stupid shit that he should have a long time ago. So I was kind of like, okay, that's good. Then I heard, like, well, not everybody wanted to kill the Nightmare Collective. That, like, maybe Kenny and Tony and a couple other people were like, this sucks. But, like, Cody and other people were like, right. we invested a lot into this. We brought Luther in. We brought this male girl in. We made her shave her head for this. Uh-huh. And it's just dropped. It's just nothing. And it's they it's dropped it with one angle where she was in a therapist 
and like on a YouTube on a show. YouTube video and dropped but it during the next match. You know, Jungle Boy versus MJF. She was a commentator. Yeah. She made a comment to Excalibur. She apologized. She apologized. Yeah. And he said, "Water under the bridge." Yeah. And that was it. There was your official yeah. death was of the, the Nightmare, Nightmare Collective, Collective. because. Yeah. Regular fandom isn't going to go onto YouTube and watch the therapy session. Yeah, yeah. You know, they and they're not showing it as a clip or anything like that. It's just dead. So, you know, this this leads me to exactly what I was talking about, where you can start to really see who's responsible for what. And that, and you know, if they're if it is dead and aren't doing anything with it, I would rather see an Awesome Kong win than Nyla Rose. Right. She's a much better wrestler. And and you know, these people you brought in from the Nightmare Collective are Dark Order members. Yeah. Right off the bat, shouldn't L- be hard. Luther should go right shouldn't be, there. Shouldn't be hard to, yeah. to find work for these folks. Yeah. But you can see in this MJF situation, Cody's was obsessed with the Ring of Honor. Yeah. His ring. Yeah. In Ring of Honor. Yeah. They basically just replicated this whole situation with MJF. Yeah. He's literally doing the same exact monitor, the kiss the ring, hold the ring. Cody ring, did all that this. ring that makes no sense. Cody to me. did all this. He wanted to make sure that there was a damn ring on TV, and I don't know. Is it? A, is he going to take the ring? He's going to yeah. take the ring when he beats MJF. Probably at yeah. Evolution, and Cody's going to be wearing the AEW ring. Yeah, it's yeah. recycled stuff. The thing with that, and I was talking about this a little bit last week, is I was glad to see MJF wrestle Jungle Boy this week. I like Jungle Boy. I like I like MJF because I actually got to see him wrestle right. and it was good. They were really good. They worked really well together. Two young guys that I can, that can do a lot more. So it was good to see him actually because he doesn't really wrestle a lot on AEW MJF. He has in ring promos and then he a couple tag matches where he never tags in. You know, so it was actually good to see him. Like, hey, he's got some moves. He can go. And Jungle Boy looked really good. But I we've talked. You, me, and I haven't talked about this, but. This whole feud with Cody, to me, from the beginning, has made no sense. Why, if you're Cody Rose and you're an AVP of the company, why would you subject yourself to all that nonsense when you could just beat him up in the backstage? It's not like you're trying to go for his title right. or you're you're saving your job you have to take 10 lashes. I'd be like, when you're in the ring and he's like, do you want to take 10 lashes? I would have just beat the shit out of him right there. Right. I mean, like, he killed, you know, I don't understand the, the that. The 10 lashes is a recycled ROH Flip Gordon. What happened to Flip Gordon? Really? And the, the the entire locker room emptied, and they were out there. Oh, see, and I like, didn't realize that. That's crazy. Oh, uh, you know, it was uh, Bully Ray did the same exact thing to Flip. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you know, it, it just bothers me. I mean, the match Jungle Boy MJF Jungle Boy's cold. I hate that the King. I I, I hate that he gets called Jungle Boy Jack Oh, my God, it bothers me so much. You know. And and that's another thing that Ken hits me up on that I reflect too much on this, but it is so annoying. Mm -hmm. I don't know. His name is not... He goes by Jungle Boy. Right. The marquee says Jungle Boy. Everything about him is Jungle Boy. And that idiot has to call him Jungle Boy Jack Perry every single time just because that's what he wants to do. Mm -hmm. And he has a bug in his ass about it. And then he calls him Jungle Jack and Jungle Jack and Jingle Jack and all these other things. Like, his name is Jungle Boy. Why do you have to do that stupid Jungle Boy Jack Perry? And no one else calls him that. It's not like the announcer calls him Jungle Boy Jack Perry. He calls him fucking Jungle Boy. Yeah. You're adding this extra name that is so annoying because in JR's mind, that's what he wants to do. JR was on fire it's again Wednesday night. It's the opposite of WWE where they're dropping names. Yeah. Because their announced crew doesn't sound very good saying yeah. more than one syllable. Yeah, their announced crew is pretty bad. 
Jr. is he wants to add him. He Adding, wants he wants John Jacob Jingleheimer so Schmidt out there. Stupid, and he was killing it with some of these names he mm-hmm. was saying. Yeah, some of these things he says. I mean, it's just he's unbelievable. But uh, yeah, Jungle Boy, I like a lot. A lot of future for him. Right. Um. Then you had Moxley versus Santana. The Santana interview they did was really good. Yeah. I, me and Ken have been talking about this over the past month. I've become a big Santana and Ortiz fan. Oh yeah. I really like them. They are really good. Mm-hmm. I really wish that they would let them do more on their own instead of with the Jericho stuff and all that because they are good. Santana's a hell of a wrestler, and Ortiz is hilarious. All that cat stuff that he does and the joking around oh, yeah, with people, yeah. he's funny. They need to let those guys talk more. You know, Get rid of that stupid song that you come out to because oh, yeah. no one calls you proud or powerful. They call you Santana or Ortiz. <laughs> I like the video package because it's cool. Get rid of that dumb song. You yep. get like a different song, but they're really good. I like to see them branch out more when the tag belts. They, they are really talented. Yeah. Um, that was that was a decent match with Moxley. I'm tired of the pirate stuff and the eye shit. And I don't everyone, know how you come back from it. Everyone has a broken eye and I a busted really eye. I really don't know how you come back from yeah, it. Is your eye just going to heal? You know, miraculously. Miraculously. I don't, I don't you know, it's so dumb. I don't understand. But I, don't, I also don't understand how you... If Moxley is the winner of the title... Which he's going to be. How do you keep the inner circle together? I think Jericho's going away. He's going to go away. So if he goes away, which you know this is this is his segue to go away. I mean, he starts touring yeah. in April. He starts touring. To so he's he's going to go away. So, do you think this this maybe bringing in Jeff Cobb? They're going to try and start this. No, Jeff Cobb and Chris Jericho. No, and I really, even from the video package, I really think, and I could be way off base here. I think this match next week, you're not going to have Jeff Cobb John Moxley match. You're going to have Jeff Cobb on Moxley's side. You think he's going to switch? I think he's going to switch. I, I I hope he's going to switch. Yeah. Because, because he does not... I follow Jeff Cobb for a while. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Uh, he is not Let me just say this a about, heel guy. about him. I think Jeff Cobb is fantastic. Yes. Fantastic. I loved him. The Mantanza stuff that mm-hmm. he used to do in Lucha. I remember when he first came into ROH... And the stuff he was at. I love the tour of the islands it's that he does. Fantastic. Everything he does is great. I was so annoyed last night that he was with Chris Jericho. Yes. I was so annoyed yes. by it. Because I'm like, Moxley has like no help. And like you're gonna build Jeff you Cobb don't. as like this tough beast dude that comes in. I am so sick in AEW that everybody hires a hitman. <laughs> MJF hires the butcher and the blade. He hires hitmans. Yep. And, and, you have a guy in your group that's your enforcer and in, in Jake you had Hagar. To go around the world. And then you had to go hire another enforcer yep. in Jeff Cobb. And I was like, why is he with him? This is so stupid. And that's what to me it it, it should be to even the odds to take everybody else off the radar. Because how do you how, how does Moxley beat the entire inner circle? Yeah, what now with Jeff Cobb? Yeah, right. I mean, and how do you do it? I was glad that... One, he's got one eye. Yeah, he's got it's crazy. one on six. I was glad that I saw Jeff Cobb in AEW because I kind of thought he was going to go to NXT because like he's friends with Riddle. Mm-hmm. He's, they're those stallions. are close and all of them. Right. And Jeff Cobb would get, lo- would get lost in the WWE right now. He would be good on NXT, but he's not even going to debut in the main event at NXT with everything they got going on with Balor and all these people they have. He wouldn't be in the main segment of Raw. Right. He's not gonna debut and be with Seth Rollins. No one knows who he is. You know, so him he'll be he could be really big there. But the interesting about it is that he's still a free agent. 
Yes. So he he is getting the Statlander treatment, from what I understand. So okay. he is. Um, she came on. <coughs> she was not AEW for yeah. a good month. She yeah. had two or three matches. He's getting a video package. Yeah. He may be a free agent, but it's just to close out the dates. He's what do got. you? What about if like ROH came back with a big contract for him, and he decided I, to go back? I don't think he would because. And it, here's a story for you, okay? He is underappreciated at Ring of Honor. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm not just speculating. We went to the last Ring of Honor show that was in Pittsburgh. Strictly, I went strictly because Jeff Cobb was doing a meet and yeah. greet. Him and Dalton Castle were doing meet and greets. They spelled his name wrong. How do you spell Jeff the Cobb ticket. wrong? Cobbs. Cobbs. And I pointed it out to Jeff Cobb, and he went over to the guy, and he goes, come on, man. It was literally on... Hundreds of little tickets yeah. for people to buy his meet and greet, and you hand to him. Yeah, his name was spelled wrong. He was part of a obscure six man tag team match that night. Yeah. He went from having the best match on the final battle that was the Bucks and Cody's last final battle. Yeah. Him and Hangman Page tore it apart. Yeah, if you don't sign him at AEW just for that match, a potential rematch yeah. of that match alone, and he looks great too. He's yep. in great shape. I love the longer hair. He was getting a little bit of a of a belly on. Yeah, he got. In, he's in, in great ROH, shape, and he's, he's a great. great he's a great talent. I really hope they don't stick him with the inner circle. Yep. I don't like him in in that group. I want him on his own. He looked very Taz. Yeah. He looked very Taz. He looked kind of rhino too. Yeah, I mean he you had know, the, a young rhino. The hair was in his face. The black and orange. Yeah, he was black and gold, but it yeah. was you know it was like. It's Taz. It's yeah, I Taz. like him. I, I I'm glad he signed there, but I don't want him in the inner circle. I, I'd like him to move out of there and be. He would be a perfect guy that like could help him because like him and Moxley could be like, well, we're not really friends or allies. Yeah, right, right. But I hate that guy too. Yeah. You know these are and Darby Allen fits that bill with him. Here's a guy that can help him out too. That's not really friends. Yeah. You know. And he could even call out Moxley right after the win and be like, listen, you know, you said that you could take anybody. Yeah. Let's see what you got. Yeah. That type of situation. I didn't like the way they. Yeah, I, I didn't. Li- I didn't like that he was with them last night. I was kind of annoyed by. He that. was in the back. Like if you, the the closing shot, he was in the back, and Jericho forcefully went back to like bring him to the front, but he was still in the back. Yeah. Whether that was just placement. The other thing that annoys the shit out of me <coughs> with, uh, you know, I love Jericho. I love Jericho's song. I think it's a great song, the Judas song. I've downloaded it on my phone. I am so tired of the crowd singing it. Oh, I'm yeah. so tired of them zeroing in on some stupid idiot that can't get the words right, <laughs> trying to sing it into the camera, and now they shut the music off so you can hear the dumb crowd sing it. That's a instead Jericho of like, thing. You know, instead, I'm like, okay, with the crowd singing that's it. Like, a, yeah, that's a Jericho And, and that's, then the crowd doesn't know the words, star. and it's just so annoying, with the obnoxious with them singing yeah. it. But I feel they have a real problem on their hands when Jericho leaves. Mm-hmm. He is that show. He makes that crowd pop. He makes that crowd hot. Everything he says, every interview he does is golden. He is so entertaining. Who is that entertaining after he leaves? John Moxley as your champion is not that entertaining nope. to me. Mm-mm. I mean, he's just Dean Ambrose. You have Cody, and you have these other guys. You have MJF, and MJF ain't, ain't Chris Jericho yet. I still think Cody is the next person in line. Would you think he's bad then? No, like, I think I think that Moxley... Because Moxie's like walking that line between he's he's a face now because you, he's you're going Stone to Cold Steve favorite. Austin exactly. he comes out you know, because before him and Jericho got into it he was a bad guy he was a heel <coughs> yeah like, he was he, trying he, to kill Kenny Omega and yep, everything so 
you basically have Co- uh, Moxley come out after this title win and say, I can beat anybody. And that includes you, Cody. Who you're not allowed to challenge me, but I want to prove that I can beat you. Yeah, force it because that stipulation he can't is so challenge stupid. for it. You know, it's yeah. just it's just a it's, it's wording. wording. Yeah, but someone can offer it. Yeah, be like, it's so know, dumb. I challenge you. you yeah, know, whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing a. Cody and that's your that's your that's your double or nothing or whatever. I want to see May a Kenny Omega title run. I think he needs to be in that picture. Yeah, you know, um, Cedric Alexander has been tweeting that he's like unhappy with his spot on Raw. You know, and a lot of people are like. You know, sign him in AEW. The thing that cracks me up with these guys is like, you know, there's not a lot of spots. Mm-mm. Like, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, Pac is a little annoyed because where do you go? They don't have they don't have the mid card spot yet. But you know, and I brought up a good. I get these arguments on there all the time. But I brought up a good spot. I'm like, look, Cedric Alexander wrestled in the third hour of Monday Night Raw. Like, yeah, he got beat and he lost, but he was on. When was the last time Sean Spears was on AEW Dynamite? <laughs> right, right. I mean, he was a, a apparently jobber like like Alexander is. When was the last time you saw him do anything? That was the, the end of the Janela feud. Or He's whatever done it was. with Janela. What's he doing? He was searching for a tag partner. They don't do shit with Sean Spears. He was a jobber in, on the WWE, and he's a jobber here. Right. The same thing. Cedric Alexander, you are not a major superstar. You got a good thing going, buddy. You're on Monday Night Raw. You get TV time. Yeah, you lose, but where are you gonna go? You're gonna go to not everybody that goes to AEW gets the John Moxley treatment, no. and you're fighting Chris Jericho for the title. Right? We're gonna you're gonna go there, and you're gonna be in AEW Dark, wrestling uh, Kip Saban and uh, I don't know Sean Spears and people like that. There's only so many top spots in wrestling. There's only so many top spots. You know, yeah. There's mid card belt. AEW needs a mid card belt. Right. And it, there was a rumor Cody had. Dropped a hint yeah. that it's coming or they something some kind along of the lines, but, but you know, I, I it just always cracks me up when I see these stories of these guys tweeting and they're like pissed off. Well, that's I mean, like I said, I I, I got a little bit of a rant. the The whole indie scene, elite, eight before AEW, was so popular because yeah. it was fresh. Okay, yeah. it's fresh. It was like you didn't know what. The next match was going to be. Right. You didn't know where they were going to show up to do an indie show, so right. you didn't know who they were going to wrestle. And the staleness, so to speak, of the WWE was what was turning people towards that yeah. sort of thing. AEW gets on TV. It's starting to be more stale. It's it's start. It's not. I'm not going to. Stale is a bad word to use, but but it's, it's, it's hard not to fall into the same traps that the WWE exactly has. because you have a certain roster, a certain number of spots, yep. and you have to fill a certain amount of time, and you have advertisers you that want to see certain things, and you can't use just random people yes. from an indie show without right. paying them and doing this it's and a doing lot, that. It's a lot harder than it is. Exactly. And then they start to see like, wow, this is kind of a lot harder than like. And, what? And I'm completely guilty of it too because I was, you know. The, the coolest thing to me about wrestling and one of the things that's most intriguing is who's going to be the next person to show up? Who's going to get signed here? Yeah. How are they going to bring them in? What are they going to do? When somebody completely surprises you like the Hardy Boys at Mania, Yeah. that was like 
an, an injection of excitement. Yeah, pure adrenaline. You don't get that because there's only so many. You can't just continue to bring in new people. Yeah, there's only so many spots. Because then you're going to get unhappy talent. You're going to get it's the same thing with NXT call-ups. You can't keep calling everybody here and that's and why NXT was so fresh before because yeah. it was like, okay, this guy's eventually going to go away and who's going to take his spot? Yeah. Now it's there's a little bit of a wall there to where there, you can't go anywhere. The so. other thing with that is, you know, the, the people love... Well, you go to AEW, you go to the Indies, you get this creative control. Mm-hmm. Look how creative control with AEW is working out now. The Nightmare Collective. A lot it's, of these different... It's it, not a train wreck, it's but not, it's almost... It's, it's just not always easier said and done to everyone have their own ideas. Right. Ev- eventually, you need someone in charge that says, we're not doing this because it's not working or oh, we don't like that. You know. Finally, let's end it with, who do you think the exalted one in the Dark Order is? For the love of God, I hope it's not Matt Hardy. I don't want it to be Matt Hardy. Because it's the same shit that we've seen over and over again. I don't think it should be any... I think it should be just someone completely different. I think it should be Luke Harper. I really don't think they know who it is. I think it should be Luke Harper. It should. I think that's that's great. I think that's a person that makes that position legit. Matt Hardy, no one's afraid of. Uh -uh. Do you mean to tell me Kenny Omega's afraid of Matt Hardy? And it doesn't have to be... Luke Harper would be great. And it's not just because he's a big dude. He's menacing. He's menacing. But it's it, a threat. It doesn't even have to be that. Like, if they wouldn't have been screwing around with Christopher Daniels, he'd be good. He would be good. It's a letdown now to me. It's a letdown If now. it's just Christopher it's, it's Daniels doing far. his fallen angel, exactly. it's, it's too much. Too it, it needs to be somebody impactful. You if know? he would have Like you said, dejected, Killer Cross would have been a good one. Would have been great. He yeah. would have been great. If, he, if, if Christopher Daniels would have been dejected because of the missed spot... Yeah. Or whatever, and then gone away forever for a long time. Yeah, it made more sense. Kept him off TV for but a while. He's been there. Yeah, but so he's been there every work. week doing the whole oh, playing the Ryan defense kind of thing. Yeah, it doesn't work. It's a, I and really Matt don't Hardy, I don't want to see more delete, delete. Think I'm over it. Oh, you know? they, everybody hit the roof because he's uh, Jr. said the Bucks of Youth. Yeah. Well, that's what. Broken Matt Hardy used to call the Young Bucks, and yeah. all the indie shows was the Bucks of Youth. Yeah, and everybody was like, oh, accept- it's another it's oh, not Matt, Matt Hardy's, Matt Hardy's yeah. coming. Okay. Well, I, you know, I, I, I read that uh, Jeff Hardy's due, due to the PC yeah. pretty soon. Yeah, he's almost back. So, I don't know. I, I Matt is don't just need frustrated. Each other. Matt's frustrated. Matt feels like that he should be. Matt Hardy suffers under the thing that, like, he never really was a big deal. Nobody right. tried to do the version one stuff, and be, mm-hmm. he never really got over as this top guy. Where his brother won world titles there, his brother went to Impact and won their world title. Mm-hmm. His brother was a big deal. The only time Matt Jeff's ever, or Matt's ever been a big deal is when he's with his brother. When his brother wins tag toughs with him on Impact, yeah, he had a good run with the delete and the broken stuff. Didn't really work in the WWE because you don't have two hours where you can dominate right. the whole show and you get a ten minute segment. You know. Even now, Jeff comes back. Jeff will get title. Jeff will get United States shots and intercontinental shots. Matt doesn't get that stuff because he just he's boring. Uh, to, to, he's a, first of all, I think he's a boring wrestler in the ring. Right. It's very standard. To get a couple things he can't do the stuff that Jeff does, hmm. and he just thinks that he should be so much more important. Right? It's like Matt, you should just be a road agent working in the WWE and just take your thing. You'll get in the Hall of Fame. Yep. Get video game money. Retire, buddy. You know what are you going to go do in AEW? You're going to do some delete stuff. How long is that going to last? Right. Are they going to give you a whole hour to work that angle out? They got a lot of they got a lot of cults already in there. <laughs> stuff yeah. to get in with these yeah. cults. We went from no stables and anything to so many. Well, so at least we, they killed the nightmare. Yeah, collective. they killed the nightmare collective for now. Uh, it's going to be the, the leader of the dark order is going to be Orange Cassidy. 
You think so? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They need Orange Cassidy. I like him. They need to do something more with him for yep. me. Yep. I need something else. He's got to wrestle a match, a whole match. He's got to show me something instead of just always kind of standing there. Yep. You know. Spot spots. But let's end it by saying good luck tomorrow night to Otis on his date with Mandy Rose yeah. on SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. That's that's one of the one of the fresher brighter. Otis spots. had the save of the day of the of the decade <laughs> with Mandy. That was absolutely gold. You never saw it. He uh, rolled out. She fell right on top of him. That it was, was absolutely spectacular. It was great. Otis is so. great. So we'll see. That'll be good tomorrow night. There'll be some funny stuff. There. Takeover weekend. So takeover weekend. So there you go. Good wrestling show. Thank you, Rob. Mm-hmm. Uh, always appreciate some new insight. And uh, please like, share, subscribe, invite all that. And we'll talk to you next week. Later.